Hey folks, welcome back to the show, and welcome to the second of two editor's notes that I've put into this episode. The first one, you're here later. It was a while ago. Uh, I just wanted to say sorry for the kind of sporadic release. Uh, we had a couple of ideas for October that fell through, and then Travis bought a house? I know, in this economy. So that took up a lot of his time, and I'm going to be moving in January. So, about on par for how our release schedule has been. Uh, but hey, at least it's here. Everyone go and congratulate Travis, because that's an accomplishment. But yeah, I hope you enjoy Travis and a very sleep-deprived me trying to figure out what the first episode of Bleach is with um, some difficulties. The specialist boy learning that he's a wizard, Harry, or something <laughs> like that. Or something. Becoming a wizard, Harry, by stabbing yourself with my wand. You got some weird kinks, lady. <laughs> I'll do it this once, but just so you know, I'm doing this under duress. Look, I can only finish if you stab yourself with a sword and quick change into a robe. I get it. I have unique tastes. <laughs> oh god, is this a gray <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey thing? I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> show the CDC recommends not injecting into yourself to prevent diseases. Please, for me, your friend. I'm Zavi, your host, Joe, and joining me is Travis. Fuck the CDC, I took it as a suppository. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? Nothing, they're cowards. They can't effectively stop anything. Come for me. <laughs> uh, hey, Joe, how's it going? <laughs> um... We, we live in confusing times here in WTF anime, um, but all the better for recording with you. <laughs> yeah, see, my family, who I love very much, uh, is we're all currently in the process of packing because we're going to do a move. Great. You know what? Someone found my notes on, the, uh, on this particular anime and in the most helpful way ever that doesn't cause me any anxiety, decided to pack that somewhere. Where? I will find out after we have recorded this. <laughs> that is what I can assure you. But I wouldn't worry too much, Travis, because this this show is everywhere, you know? There are <laughs> streaming services lined up to carry this program, so you could have easily have rewatched this show before the episode we record. Well <laughs> Well Here's the thing. <laughs> that was true up until about Five to seven days ago, <laughs> when it was stripped from every streaming platform I could find. So we were going to record this show, some stuff came up so we couldn't record it, and we're recording it now. In the intervening time, um, everywhere has lost the rights to stream Bleach, until tomorrow, 
when Disney is releasing the final arc. Huh. It's almost like Capitalism Rat did a capitalism cornering the market <laughs> on Bleach. Bitches. Bleach. This one specific... I'm sure... I haven't looked, but they must have other anime, unless it's just like Bleach is their marquee, like, we own this. Oh, I'm sure they do. They own everything, Joe. They're slowly <laughs> just becoming this weird Katamari that just picks up everything. It's just a giant ball of pop culture. <laughs> Rolling and consuming all before it. <laughs> consuming all until one day it eclipses everything. You know, like, towards the end of Akira when he's just <laughs> absorbing the city? That's Disney. Disney is Akira. Which they own now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I would not put it past them. So with that said... This is going to be Joe and Travis muddled through based on our notes, my notes, your notes, and my knowledge of Bleach to talk about an episode. We'll see how this goes. So, buddy, how you, how's your improv skills feeling today? You feeling loose? <laughs> feel ready? <laughs> uh, I just feel tired. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes. All right. Kick us off. Let's talk about Bleach. Uh, so, Bleach is the name of the manga that was produced in 2001 by Tite Kubo and released or adapted as an anime in 2004. I have watched all of this. Even the filler. Why? Because I have a violent sense memory that is watching Bleach on YouTube in three parts, the English dub with Spanish subtitles. That's all right. <laughs> it's a choice. Choice or the only thing I... The only option that I had to watch anime. I, I guess it's fair. I just... Man, this... I just know... You've told me how long it's gone on, and I know mm -hmm. shows like this... I've watched enough Dragon Ball on Toonami back in the day when I was coming home from school to know how bullshit filler episodes are. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they do that partially because they're just waiting for more of the manga to come out, usually? Is that what we're doing? We're stretching for time? Yeah, so that is usually why. Oh god, there's a great clip from uh, Gintama that basically explains this. But, you know, the manga started in 2001, and they're like, in 2004 we're going to adapt this. And then, like, through hiatuses or arcs going longer, like, sometimes the anime has to overreach and, like, bend all the way back to somehow catch back up. Um, but then sometimes, as is often the case, like, it finds that it introduced stuff that changes what the original story is, so they have to then diverge completely from there. Yeah, that's that's why we get um, uh, Fullmetal Alchemist and then Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, because... The original Fallout Metal Alchemist was them like, we're going to adapt this. Oh god, we've gone too far. Ah, <laughs> uh, they did a George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and their Brotherhood is just like, what if we just did the story of the manga? Probably best. And it turns out, not all, it's not always the case. I'm sure there's good filler out there. But most of the time, TV writers don't have a better grasp than the writer of the original source material. What? Strangely. <laughs> Sometimes you just get dolls, like stuffed toys with souls in them, fighting against spirit vampires 
who are holding, like, crystals and shit? Is that what the Bountark was? Also, they call vampires Bounts. I don't know why. So, were mushrooms involved in the brainstorming <laughs> session? Because it sounds like shit got wild. Mushrooms, a dartboard, who can say? Hey, have you ever railed mushrooms and coke chopped up fine together? <laughs> you wanna? <laughs> We're gonna write something. <laughs> Is it gonna be good? <laughs> we don't care about that. <laughs> we, we don't care. Production. Content. So we care about. Two, two, three of these rails, you will not care either, my friend. Come on. <laughs> it's very unfortunate that every household isn't given, like, the, the chopped up cocaine and mushrooms that were intended to make any of the fill of, uh, like, watchable, mostly due to laws. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> good news. I'm starting a servant. No. <laughs> Travis is starting Bump and Grind, his drug subscription service. <laughs> That's an excellent name that you just came up with <laughs> off the top of your head. I'm stealing it. To the Silk Road! <laughs> I feel like I have prolonged this enough. <laughs> That's probably fair, Joe. We can probably tuck into the, the episode. Uh, fortunately, because it's, it's notes and it's a shonen anime and it's the first episode... This is all going to go along at a a very brisk clip of a pace. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to kick ourselves off with uh, the grey, deserted wasteland of vague, inky-black tendrils uh, moving ominously up through and into our reality, where we see a... Person in a black robe with a sword, standing on top of a, a street pole, like a cool girl, just being like, yeah. Okay, I gotta tell you what definitely threw me off when I've seen clips of Bleach before, and they're always in the robe with uh, Hakama and, and a sword. Well, generally speaking... When I saw that, I was like, oh, we're doing a period piece. It's going to be set back <laughs> in, in times when, you know, just carrying a katana was a thing. No, the fuck it isn't. <laughs> because you see, Travis, the Soul Reapers, that's what, that's what Ruki is. She's a Soul Reaper. Mm -hmm. Come from the Soul Society. No notes on that name. <laughs> uh -huh. Which is where the dead go when they don't go to heck. So d is, that, is that to say that, that, that they're heaven like i don't know <laughs> don't worry about it it's it's an afterlife i boop i boop the snoot of the ghost <laughs> with my sword butt and then things happen that's all you need to know so the soul society is still it's a fucking monarchy and while it is concurrent and has ghosts from modern day it still just is feudal Japan? Right. <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, you've explained more, and I, I don't know that clarity has been achieved through extra knowledge. <laughs> I love this dumb show, okay? I know you do, and 
it, Joe, Joe and I are at odds. And before the show, I was talking about it. it. I think my problem, why I didn't care for this show is I came to it late. Mm-hmm. This was, I'm assuming, early formative anime for yourself, Josela? Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. Well, see, this was you experiencing Shonen for the very first time. And this is like me watching Citizen Kane, and I recognize if you take it in context for what movies were doing back then, this is amazing. But if you view it without any of that context, mm-hmm. you're just like, I, I don't fucking get it. Sure, he lo- he loves the sled. Fucking whatever. <laughs> it's his innocence and childhood lost. We get it. It's, it's pretty plain to see. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> Put on the Matrix. That was cool. Just gonna sound clip that of this is Travis's review of Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> symbolism get fucked. <laughs> it's not even subtle symbolism. Come on, <laughs> it's right goddamn there. Rosebud, fuck yourself. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that 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 is a point where it's and what's going to be great about the next several uh, next couple of episodes is um. Yeah, you're gonna get a healthy dose of just shonen that is the tropes that we see today. So yeah, yay for you! <laughs> yay! For, you know, I'm I'm reviewing this and I don't hate it. I realize this is a me problem and not the show problem because it established all these things and that's fine. Because if they didn't lean some into the trope, you'd almost be like, "There's something missing with this. It doesn't feel right. It's just meh." The only thing that they did go against the grain is our protagonist doesn't seem to be food obsessed and just shoveling it into his mod every chance he gets. Correct. Get used to that in our next two episodes, I think. I don't know about the third one. Hmm. Weird, because normally it's just like, I'm the male protagonist. Food, 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 nom, nom, nom. That's that's the other thing about uh, when we get onto Ichigo as a character. Like, he's comparatively stoic, just sometimes fairly regularly. Angie? Yeah, like he's got rage, but he doesn't express it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, we get we get the look of the the land of hollows. I think it's there's a weird thing about later hollows having Spanish names. Um, I think that is just the night. I think they call it. All right, that's that's the land, and then we drift and we get the stuff, and then we get introduced to Ichigo, who is beating the shit out of three punks. Three three skateboarding youths after they knocked over a flower memorial left for a girl what died recently. Yes. And this is where we get the reveal that uh, Ichigo is kind of special in that he can see and communicate with the dead. Yep. He can see the ghosts, not the curses. Not the curses. Nope, nope. We really got a ghost kick. We... It is October, so that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So beats the shit out of them. Uh. Says, "Don't worry to the little girl ghost that's there. I'll bring by some flowers tomorrow." So we get the idea that although he's a rage-filled bastard, he seems to be chill with the dead. Yeah. Like he ha- he has hair triggers. This was the point in my notes where I I pointed out the fact that the little girl has like a chain. In the center of her chest. Okay. I don't think I even noticed that. And the hollows have a hole in what would be the approximate position. Okay. 
get onto the explanation of hollows versus holes later, um, but they've set it up. Ichigo goes home after seven, which is a no-no, which is why he gets immediately drop kicked by his dad. Is that why, though? I feel like that's the excuse <laughs> why that's happening this time. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I get a real sense of, like, dad just waits in the shadows to try to attack his son on the reg. <laughs> He's, yeah, it's, Ichigo's dad is the butler in the Pig Panther. Kind of sort of that, or like, <laughs> he's like shitty militia dad. Like, my son has to be ready for anything. <laughs> dad, no one cares. You're lame. No one believes your, your two percenter sticker or whatever. No one cares. <laughs> Ishin proud boy Kurosaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still love that oh, no. the proud boys who think they're big and tough are really named after a song from Aladdin the Musical. <laughs> It's a real thing. Look it up. <laughs> we also in this scene meet uh, Yuzu and Karin. Uh, Yuzu is the ball of sunshine. Karen is the... Even though I can see ghosts, I don't believe in them. Isn't Yuzu also a delicious sauce? You, or, no, Yuzu's fruit, Ponzu's sauce. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I'm mixing up my zoos, but, you know, characters with food names. It's a thing. It's thematically appropriate as she is she is the mom friend of this family and she cooks all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because their mom is dead. Yes, now we get the reveal and we, <laughs> we get... We also learn that dad's good and normal. Maybe dad had a poster that he still hung up of <laughs> dead mom and still talks to it. Yeah. These children don't need attacked, dad. They need therapy. Stop this. <laughs> You you'd think that there'd be the something something to uh, all of the kids being able to see ghosts and mom just fucking like I ain't haunting any of this shit. I'm gone. Look, I did <laughs> I did my part. I <laughs> I signed up for a X number of years stint and I am the fuck out. <laughs> I'm fucking bouncing. Yeah. Uh, later. She joined the ghost union, so she's able to uh, refuse certain places she's supposed to haunt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is not what I bargained for. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ichigo, after the thing that happens every day, and a ghost, uh, an old man ghost that's kind of just hanging around and chilling, um, Ichigo's very popular ghost, is like, uh, fine. I guess I won't go, I won't eat any food. I'm just going to go to bed at seven. Ugh! So angsty. <laughs> He's 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teenagers are shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. So the next day. Mm-hmm. Ichigo is, uh, fills the, fulfills the anime, uh, requisite of having toast in his mouth before he leaves to go to school. And there's, like, reports of uh, gas leaks, explosions uh, within the city. So, like, we, we pass by, like, a lot of, uh, like, emergency services, barricaded off areas, uh, the like. And then we see the ghost girl from earlier running away from something. And we see an explosion. We see uh, claws rake the... Uh, rake a building and then we see a big heckin centipede blade armed monster yeah yeah um 
that's one thing the monster designs were kind of cool uh I, I will give the monster designs even for something that is heck at this point what 18 years old <laughs> still popping the monster designs only get better and then they're just like hollows are boring no and then later they're like what if hollows were fuckable no <laughs> <laughs> So many studios, I could just hire me. And when you get ideas like, should we make them, you know, submissive and breedable? No, no, you shouldn't. That's the answer to that question. Let's not, let's not, let's not do that. Nope. How about no? It does not add to the story. I mean, you say it doesn't. I say it absolutely fucking does. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Am I learning? Am I learning something about you, Josepher? Your resident monster fucker is into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, what? Do I send Travis pictures of the? <laughs> <laughs> and as you're looking down at your phone currently, I think the answer to that was yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was just <laughs> which ones? I have so many. <laughs> I have so many. I have so many of these. Uh, let's just grab this boy. We, we we like this boy. We like a good boy. Seven things for you to peruse. Here we go. Here's Wolf Daddy. Okay, bam. You've got a bunch of stuff on your Twitter. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you just tagging me in tweets or you mean you DM'd me? <laughs> no, I'm just subtweeting you. Okay, so yeah, this is all thirst trap shit. Uh-huh. That is one. And that last picture, is that like a wolf motif that they're trying to go yeah. for with all the fur? I was like, yeah, that looks like wolf tails and pelts. His his power is literally splitting his soul apart into exploding wolves. It fucking rules. <laughs> I love Stark so much. Here we go. Here's a picture of all the wolves. Oh, Joe, I, th mm. I think I hate anime. <laughs> what? What? But anime? Pretty sure. <laughs> I think it's it's interesting to me that they're not all the same. They all have different places where where this hollow section is located. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the wolves look real rad, and I want like a um, a Warhammer fantasy battle uh, army that it will. I guess it'd be Age of Sigmar at this point. <laughs> and I'm dating myself. <laughs> Woo! Um, that's just all weird ghost wolves. Ghost Wolves is good. I mean, there's the, um, literally, there's Soul Blight Gravelords that you could just paint as Ghost Wolves. Yeah, that's true. So, that is all to say, the plot of, like, the first several seasons are, like, we've got to protect ghosts and this town from the Hollows, and then it escalates fairly quickly to, uh, just rad fucking anime fights. So, this monster starts wrecking shop at the town. Yep. It is it is notable that none of the normal people can see the big monster, so that's why it's like, oh, it's a gas leak that creates claw shaped explosions. Yeah, they do they do a couple of different like angle changes, so you're getting perspective of passers by that do not see hollows, and it's just, you know, like ripping things apart and they're like, oh, a gas leak. You know, like every Everything that deals with the supernatural, they always do the, you know, the people that are on the outside, their brains just can't handle it, so they immediately explain it away with X or Y. Yeah. 
And then we have uh, Ichigo keeping a hold of the ghost girl and she's about to get numbed. And then Rukia drops down and is like, I have a sword. The one cut, the, the anime thing. Sure. Uh, and the, the evil is defeated. Yeah, it. Oh, I forget what they. Yeah, yeah, jutsu. There's actually a an art to pulling and striking with a katana in one stroke. I, mm-hmm. I do believe it's called yeah jutsu. Is Joe looking it up now? You, you look like you're researching. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just checking. I mean, we can. Yeah, that's it. Hey, I got it. The art of drawing. Yeah. Um, I was just checking in my thing. The thing that I have in front of me, because it's easier, uh, of when we're doing an episode break, because they didn't have one! Anime put episode breaks in. It makes it so much easier for me to do this program. Yeah, I can see that. And You know, now that you mention it, it didn't even occur to me until you just mentioned it. I'm like, they didn't, did they? They did not. But the thematic twist has just arrived. Um, because... Uh, the girl is saved, Ichigo presumably goes to school, and we're going to cut back to him in his room. And that's going to do our pivot into what the actual show is about. And we'll do our episode break. Alright. <laughs> this this episode is going to be such a mess. <laughs> it does seem like it's a bit scattershot, but that's <laughs> fine. We've been all over the place, but it feels fluid and dynamic feels like we might have been drinking a little bit, but neither one of us has. Right, so, Travis. Yeah. Did, did you know that there exists a website... On, on the internet, the, the World Wide Web, as they say, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this very podcast. Joe, did you open an OnlyFans? I did. Um... <laughs> <laughs> be, it'd be a real good joke if I knew how like the URLs for OnlyFans work, so that... Is it just like a slash? I... I don't know like i i don't i know that it exists and it's supposed to be for artists but it's mostly just you know amateur porn <laughs> that's all i know about only fans which get that bread maybe a bit a bit dutly <laughs> uh but it's not only fans it's patreon.com slash wtf anime for as little as a dollar a month, you can listen to all the bonus shows we've done previously, and if we ever do more, which we could do, who knows, uh, you can you can get all that content. Did you ever wonder what would happen if Werner Herzog was in a Studio Ghibli movie? Oh my god, I did. We talked about that. <laughs> we did. Every time that I'm reminded of that fact, I sit and giggle a little bit, because I want someone to interview him about his anime experience. <laughs> Talking about how watercress is a metaphor for life being fleeting, right? And <laughs> pointless. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's our Patreon. Yeah, get it. We did it. Acquire, acquire Patreon. Uh. <laughs>
I'm very tired. Uh, so, all right, do that. So, on to Act Two, I guess we'll call this Act Two. Act the next one. Yeah. bed uh the lights are off he's staring at the ceiling fully dressed like a fucking weirdo that's his vibe when there's a butterfly and the butterflies are a metaphor for for soul reapers a metaphor or a calling card i mean really like blowing up a quarter of anything (laughs) which is a joke (laughs) that joe gets So Rook is here to hand in her gun and badge after failing to capture the serial killer that its calling card is blowing up a quarter of the moon. And she's just out here being, like, severe and poised uh, while Ichigo is screaming at her, like, Who the fuck are you? Get out! Um, Until he dropkicks her, and then... It is revealed that Ichigo can see Soul Reapers because Ruka's like, what the fuck? Why did you? How did you do the see thing where you see me? Right. Which implies that... Did Rukia just drop into a 15-year-old's bedroom and assume he was having a mental breakdown yelling, who are you? Hey, you in the black robe. What the fuck are you doing here? Uh, well... We we find out later that she's been alive a long damn time, so... <laughs> At this point, I'm guessing that she's not paying attention to your average mortal. They're just kind of <laughs> like furniture, set pieces, if you will. Oh my god. In, in the 150 years of her life, she has learned how to tune out mortals. Well, most of them don't interact with her anyways because they can't see her. So it would, it would, it would stand to reason, right? Would it? Because then she wouldn't have had practice. I don't know. <laughs> this is just a thing that they're like don't worry about it it's fine and we're examining it and it doesn't seem like it's holding up <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> she's just like you need more or less lincoln park that's relevant for this time of the 2000s i think <laughs> it really it really knocked you into shape that i know about lincoln park coming from feudal era Japan that is not heaven, it's legally distinct from heaven. But the afterlife that's bad is just called hell. Anyway, there's a whole movie of Ichigo goes to hell. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Do they have such sights to show him? <laughs> uh, they got anime things and fire. Eh, less good. Fair. Um, <laughs> so this is where Rukia like, knuckles down and explains the plot of Bleach. Uh, she's a soul reaper. One of their jobs is to help ferry souls to the afterlife, uh, which she does by uh, booping an old man with the butt of her sword. Right, because it's all like they're trying to build dramatic tension. It doesn't really work because you think that she's about to slash the sword. Then she's kind of like, boop, right on the forehead. Where'd he go? He went to the place. Is he going to be okay? Sure, probably. Yeah, sure. If he gets incarnated into a affluent part of the Soul Society. 
oh yeah, that's right. There's a gated community in the Soul Society. There's just pe- there's just peasants living out in the outer wilds of the Soul Society. And Wait, there's an entire structure you-, of you can't work out of that unless you're then chosen to be a Soul Reaper. Sorry. Joe, Joe, <laughs> are you trying to tell me that something from Japan... Has a whole classist element to it? How strange. This seems very not their thing. I think my eye just pulled a muscle in my eye socket from rolling my eyes that hard. Wait, is that right? I'm trying to remember now because I don't remember if the Soul Reapers are all... The Soul Reapers definitely aren't all souls that have died. Some people are born there. I'm very confused about a lot of what is happening behind the scenes. (laughs) Because you tried to explain it and it didn't get better. I really should just stick to what is in the show. Probably, because you're you're about to go all Charlie Day on us. It's because I don't have the cushy net of having watched the episode recently that my mind will just spiral into stuff. So, Rukia explains that sent the ghost to the Soul Society, and that's the first job of Soul Reapers. The other job, uh, which is uh, displayed in flashcards and a bunny motif, um, <laughs> I love Rukia's art. It's great. The other thing is these wayward and evil souls called hollows. Uh, they're the right. ones with the holes in the chest, the monsters, and then they become very fuckable. Eventually. But for right now, what we know about them is they're, they're no bueno and they do like to console uh, consume souls. It'd be really weird if the bad guys were consoling the souls. Yes, yes it would. Consuming, <laughs> not consoling. Uh... <laughs> So, just then, uh, well, now we we go to because we're we're trying to do like a comedy beat all of a sudden, because mm. uh, he goes, "Why do your drawings suck so bad? You're like, you draw like you're you're a little kid," and she kind of loses her shit on him, like, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm ancient as as hell. I'm I'm ancient as hell. I also know magic." To which I will bind you with I forget what the word was. Uh, it's called Kido. There's a bunch of, like, tags that it has of, like, this is the first uh, locking movement of Kido. It's called something. There's an entire additional power set. Then the swords that then have two other subset of powers. This is... You're going Charlie Day again, Joe. <laughs> you're going Charlie Day. And then at the filler, the swords become people. Anyway. <laughs> um... So, yes, Ichigo is bound. He likes to be bound. I'm not going to knock a man's kink. (laughs) And then we kind of have this weird moment of, like, Ichigo hears, like, a unearthly howl, but Rukia doesn't until it's too late, um, because the uh, hollow, another hollow, has tracked down the girl, seen the girl, and said, like, I could eat you right now. But there is a tastier sensing spiritual pressure off this way that is Ichigo. Yes. Uh, and that hollow has come to beat the shit out of the house. Right. It wants an Ichigo snack. It's like Scooby snacks for hollows. Nom nom nom. Uh, what's also a snack is Ichigo's family. His dad is... I think they said his dad was in a meeting... He runs a clinic. Sure. I don't think it matters because I have a feeling Dad's a complete throwaway character. He, he was here to do like one little thing. 
man. No? Oh, the thing is, Travis, once you get up to episode 632... Um... Oh, yeah, you're like, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> Didn't he have a dad? Let's do something about his dad. <laughs> Pretty much. Just these tortured writers like, do we? are we still doing this? What season is this? Why? We can't just, like, go on a break. Can we give him a puppy that talks? Like... There's too many seasons. We need, like, a puppy that talks. Travis, that's ridiculous. We can't give him a puppy that talks. What we can give him is a stuffed lion that talks. Oh my god, they really did Scrappy-Doo it? <laughs> they Scrappy-Dooed this shit? If, if Scrappy-Doo was a pervert, yes. I don't know what he got up to when the show wasn't <laughs> running. Yeah, if you replace youthful exuberance with I want to touch butts, that's Cone? Cone? Or is it just Con? I don't remember. The more that you describe this to me, <laughs> I am fascinated, terrified, and repulsed. <laughs> I'm really talking everyone out of being like, yeah, this is a show that I actually like. This, this reminds me of the One Piece meme where it's like, it gets better after episode number blah 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> You've just committed to the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely, like, there's two really good arcs of Bleach. Uh, that's when they first go to the Soul Society. Uh, the, the anime. Um, when they go to the Soul Society and when the, the Spanish fuckable monsters show up. Um, but the rest of it is... Bleh. <laughs> um, but those those two arcs, boy, they're great. Thousand Year Blood War coming soon. I'm actually excited. Woo! Anyways, we should get back to what's happening in present episode one of Bleach. So yes, uh, sisters are in peril. Right. Yuzu crawls up and says, "Karin's being attacked," and then passes out. Hollow wants to to at her. Yes, wants wants to do a whole consume. So Rukia runs down because she has the sword that means I can kill a hollow. And then Ichigo crawls, falls downstairs to meet her there. Still, like, bound with uh, the arms behind his back. He's into it. It's it's public humili humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> now spank me with the sword. <laughs> Some real step on me, mommy energy. I'm not knocking anyone's kick, but I feel like there's, like health and safety issues with your kink being I want to be bound and thrown down the stairs and then tread on. Well, well, kids, I don't care what you do. Just do it safe, sane, and consensual. That's that's the, the WTF anime uh, <laughs> message. Just whatever you're into. SSC, baby. SSC. Consensually throw your partners downstairs. Um, so yeah, we see that Karin has been gripped by this monster. Ichigo stands up. This is where we get the whole A mere human could not possibly break through the keto I placed upon him, for I am mighty and he is but a weak-willed human. Can I ask why you immediately go to the Sheriff of Nottingham voice? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> because usually that stuff is, like... I like that stuff delivered by villains because it's very dumb of, like, the villain explaining how the protagonist is, like, pulling apart their power. I'll cut his heart out with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Why a spoon? 
because it'll hurt more, you dolt. <laughs> I'm glad you, you remembered the line. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ichigo breaks free with the power of the human spirit and absolutely nothing else. And she is big impressed. Big impressed. Uh, and then, by God, Ichigo with the chair. He's doing a run in. Oh my God. <laughs> By God, as God is my witness, he is broken in half. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what what looked like to be a surprise, but oh no, he was ready for it. He knew all along. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just gonna lull her the rest of this podcast? What is happening? <laughs> I don't want to lull her anything. No. <laughs> you go be in the corner. You think about what you did <laughs> forever. Huh. So. Yeah, he gets swatted to the ground, um, and at this point, our Reaper friend is going to step up. Yes, uh, Rukia does a stab. We then talk about how uh, the reason that Rukia couldn't sense the hollow is because the hollow spiritual pressure was being overshadowed by Ichigo's spiritual pressure, um, and then Ichigo goes on a whole, like, grief spiral about ah this is all my fault simply for existing that uh, a uh, a ghost girl was uh, attacked and my entire family might die uh, for something he couldn't have possibly done anything about once again as you had pointed out earlier he's 15 he's 15 (laughs) (laughs) the entirety of the world (laughs) rests upon his shoulders this is either all my fault or specifically out to get me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is like, nah, it's it's fine. Just as long as you don't throw yourself directly in front of this thing to, like, sacrifice yourself, we'll be fine. Blinks, looks around, and Ichigo is standing in front like, if you eat my soul, this all finishes, right? So go ahead and do it. This is immediately the, the hey Zeus, don't put your dick in that. Too late. <laughs> I've done it 16 times since you were talking. I'm doing it right now as I look at you. (laughs) I'm into it. (laughs) Zeus, what's that bump in your leg? I'm not gestating a wine god in there. Don't worry about it. That's a weird way to answer that question. That's what that is. But okay. Non-specific excuse. So Ichigo stands in front, ready to get sacrificed, and Rukia jumps in to save him from being et by getting et herself. Um, I do love, like, we see, like, as she's bit into the hollow, she has carved, like, one of the teeth away, Mm -hmm. and the blood is running up, which is just a very fun visual. It is a cool visual. Indeed, indeed. So, uh uh-oh. Now Rukia's uh, kind of in trouble because she had an et done to her. There's only one hope. You must stab yourself with my sword. Excuse me? (laughs) This isn't a kink thing. Are you sure? Because it really seems like it is. This is neither a kink thing nor an elaborate assassination attempt. You've given me two (laughs) things that you say it's not. (laughs) But not anything that it is, which makes me think that the things that you say it's not about is exactly what it's about. Okay, it's really, you need to stab yourself, and I'm going to give you half of my power so that you become a soul reaper. 
why half? Why can I determine my power by percentage? Who knows? It's a kink thing, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, Ichigo stabs himself with Rukia's uh, Zanpakuto. I've been waiting all all of this recording session to say Zanpakuto. Yeah. So... Joe, and here, here's, I know you've been Charlie Daying it all day long. So, <laughs> mm. and we were talking about this earlier. You know, as time has gone on, at least 150 years, uh, this society has had to have existed because we know that Rukia is that old, right? It has existed far before Rukia. I figured it would, but I'm saying these, yeah. this is what we are presented with. In 150 years' time, They've obviously had scenarios where they needed to transfer power. They have not figured out a better way than stabbing a bitch. It seems like maybe we could have done something different. Here, have uh, some some heaven Bitcoin from our our last episode. This will give you a Soul Reaper power. Now, in retrospect, this is very stupid. Because there hasn't been anyone like Ichigo... In the course of Soul Reaper history. Right, and basically she says this will probably kill you. So it's an actual mortal wound to anybody that's mortal. They're not transferring power, they're just killing somebody, Joe. (laughs) In the entire history of this, they were like, oh yeah, this might work. It has never worked. I'm telling you, they just ran people through to give them hope (laughs) before they ran them through. They're like, oh yeah, you'll get some power. I love the idea that it's not like this has never needed to be done or never been attempted. It's more just like they were experimenting and fucking around. Like they know that this could hypothetically work, but no one has survived it. The the math has checks on paper, technically. Yeah. (laughs) It's just damn humans seem to be allergic to being run through by swords. Considering the the character who is the R&D department of the Soul Society, this seems correct. Okay, I don't know, and I'm not watching that many episodes, so (laughs) moving on. What if you were a boy with zero ethics? (laughs) Go on. What if your entire body was made up of this sort of si- a super specific poison just to kill the person you were fighting in that moment? I, I know you can't see me, but I'm just rapidly <laughs> blinking at you like, <laughs> no, nope. So anyways, it's time to transfer some power. Yes. Ichigo gets the biggest fucking sword and the best character theme song. Yeah, that sword like had strong berserk vibes. <laughs> I only hope that it grows larger as the episodes go on as an homage <laughs> to Berserk. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There's there's three shows that I know that do this because Alucard's gun continues to get bigger the way they draw it in Helsing as the episodes mm-hmm. go on. The guy from Berserk, I, I, I don't know his name. Guts. Yeah, Guts just, the sword gets dumber and bigger. Guts Swordsman. Yeah. Is it really Guts Swordsman? <laughs> God damn, Japan. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. And now Ichigo, who has a big ass... What's it called again, Joe? It's a weird name. Zanpakuto. Zanpakuto. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand why, but we've renamed swords. <laughs> yep. It's not a sword. It's actually a... Anyway. Um, yeah, he even does like the, the Guts 
uh, giant sword pose. Yes, yes. Slinger over the shoulder. Um, but yeah, the song that plays is is number one with vocals done by Hazel Fernandez, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> I don't think it suits him as a character at all. Yeah, like lyrically, it does. Right, stylewise, it does not, and it's incredible. That is kind of fun. It is fun, and this is basically like we've we've had our transformation sequence. He has managed not to take fifty percent of the power, but the majority of of power, which should not be, because special boy again. Yes, each Ichigo has done the quickening. Yeah, and now we're going to go ahead and and do ourselves like a Voltron. We got the sword out. It's time to put down the big beastie. Dun dun dun. I really like the. It's not really a fight. It's extremely one sided, but I do like that. We, we saw, like, uh, Rukia's fight earlier where it's just the one slash and done. With this, it is, like, fully one-sided, it is brutal, and it takes several, like, cuts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty solid comparison between the two characters. I can see that. We're, we're showing, you know, calm, poised versus teenage rage. Mm-hmm. We also, uh, I think, I don't know if you mentioned... Did while we were recording or not? But the the color theming. Oh, I don't know if you had mentioned that earlier or if we should bring it up now that the, the they kind of have opposite color schemes. Yes, yeah. The you the sorry be uniform and all of that. Like it is no shades of gray. It is it is mostly black, a little bit of white. Um, you know, there's there's theming around that as a whole there's like um the the palette swap for once again the fuckable monster arc but the other thing that i i, I will say about like color palettes is uh aside from the the school uniforms i think tito kubo really wanted to be like a fashion designer because some of the outfits he draws like the characters in in both in the show and also like we get a little look of it during our opening and ending and i realize we haven't talked about our opening yet mm-hmm. when we go do the ending but, like, he just goes fucking nuts and, like, I want to draw the buck wildest uh, outfits for all of the characters. So, yeah, like, during fights, it is sort of, like, it is monochromatic, makes makes the blood look more pretty. Sure does. And then outside of that, it's, like, there's a lot of pops of color and, um, yeah. and all that sort of thing. All right. So, yeah, in brutal fashion, Ichigo dismembers and then disintegrates a hollow. He gets his cool hero shot. And... That's that's our show. Yeah, that that wraps one. I mean, we we've established an enemy. We've established a vague back lore. I mean, as a shonen show goes, for the small amount of time they they wasted no time and they introduced stuff and we can fill in from there. So, as shonen shows go, that's everything that you want in an episode one. Yeah, they they absolutely hit the brief. Uh, do we want to cover the opening ending? Because I know you have thoughts on the opening. I had never heard Japanese rap before, Joe. <laughs> and I've heard rap in a lot of different languages before. And I don't know why, but I always love to hear it. Because mm. I don't think that every language was meant to necessarily speak in rhythm. But you can make it do that. And it always sounds neat to my ear. Yeah, so that is... Uh, I'm trying to remember the way it's flipped. It is... The song is Orange by Asterix. In case you wish to to go out, and like I mentioned, it's a lot of uh, aesthetically, it's a lot of the characters in outrageous outfits. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
Um, I like the song a lot. There's Bleach definitely like stays kind of in that sort of rock edge. Yeah, but adds a bunch of different like qualifiers. There's a couple like uh, openings where the opening is wrapped. There's uh, God, I'm trying to. I'm not going to remember the name of the oh scandal. Scandal does my favorite Bleach opening. Mm. It's like a all girl Japanese group. They're great. Yeah, fair enough. And then the ending is uh, very much in that sort of... The opening has, like, the bright and poppy, um, like, the the energetic sound. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is very, like, kind of slow and a bit more... Slightly more melancholy. Sure. Uh, it is Life is a Boat by Re. Um, and it's another song that I do like a lot. You generally like a lot of the songs that feature in anime, especially... This is a very formative anime for you. You yeah. you were watching this very young, which is why a lot of this is nostalgia versus me uh, <laughs> coming in like, well, I've watched stuff that did this, but better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, it it's very competent in what it did, but it just, it misses for me because I watched this in the wrong order of when anime <laughs> came out. Yeah, for me, like I say, it was pretty much the first it, it's the first and only of the big shonen three that i like sat down and watched and all the way through i think the the progression of the show is very strong like it starts very much it starts like almost like monster of the wiki it starts like a little mystery and then it like progresses into more of the mystery element but also adds in more like more complex fights than big monsters i like it I would not say to anyone, I totally recommend going out and watching all of Bleach if you have no interest in it already, because there's too many fucking episodes. Yes. Um, a lot of tropes that like I see now, it's like, I, I I know where a lot of a lot of it come, came from. Like, I feel like Shonen has it, it usually has two protagonists. There's like energetic and just boy boy shucks howdy. I can't wait to fight people and make friends and then the other one is slightly more uh a little more stoic reserve but with like an anger flip um i i'd characterize it as the calm and the storm yeah yeah i think that's a good way of categorizing it yeah yes so now travis yeah now that now that we have wrapped up our thoughts on the show it's time to find out what we're going to do next episode oh okay because that's how this show is done. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> Fuck the system. <laughs> I'm, enter- I'm entering my slot error, which is mixing up how we end the show. Woo! All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess normally how we, we do this part would be something like next time on WTF Anime. That is how we have done it in the past. So... We are doing the Big Shonen 3, and we are doing them uh, ranked by how familiar I am to how least familiar I am, <laughs> which means the one that I have watched more than one episode, next time we will be watching episode one of Naruto. Oh no. Uh-huh. Yeah, buddy. Oh no. I have never <laughs> seen one, but I've heard someone describe it, and I was just like, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you like you like uh, Vanilla Ice's ninja song. It's just ninja, ninja, ninja rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I feel like 
because there might be confusion. That is Naruto, not Naruto Shippuden, and not Boruto. Okay. That's the sequel about his son? Nope. Je refuse. <laughs> Uh, so now that the feeling of existential dread of what awaits Travis in the deepest pits of next episode... It's going to be boring and dumb. <laughs> 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 but hey, isn't this where we get the I, I like the noms uh, protagonists? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tropes. Tropes galore. Right. So with that said, we know what we're watching. Now it's time for the business. I'll get this eventually. (laughs) Don't worry, we're only on episode 70. If you have enjoyed this and would like to be, hey, and would like to say, I would like to follow these people on Twitter, you can. Uh, That is at WTF Anime Show. If you would like to send us an email and say, like, hey, I like this show, uh, you can do that by sending an email to WTFAnimeShow at gmail.com. And if you would like specifically to stalk me in all of my socials uh, i am at our heck it joe chaps all right um for me it's it's just twitter right now so if you want to follow me on twitter it's at dice lobber d-i-c-e-l-o-b-b-e-r and uh tag me if you're gonna tag wtf anime because otherwise i don't see it usually um that said joe you've got other projects why don't you tell them about that i do other stuff very good, thank you. <laughs> I do stuff and things. Um, yeah, I am a fairly regular contributor to uh, Third Floor Wars's RPG streams. Uh, that is Third Floor Wars on Twitch and YouTube. Probably on the socials as well. They're fun. Watch them. It's a good time. Um, and also, this is going to be a busy week for me. Mm-hmm. But if I have absolutely nailed this edit, and everything else. Editor's note. They absolutely fucking didn't edit it on time. So all of this self-congratulatory behavior looks really awkward in hindsight. Uh, sorry for the wait. Please read Arcanus. On this very day, maybe likely tomorrow, because I'm going to be away the, the day we would normally drop this, you can read the first chapter of the webcomic what I wrote with wonderful art by Mad, and that is Arcanus London Branch. It's a slice of life story about a magical society in London, starring the Chosen of Artemis. Uh, there's there's demon lawyers, there's trans dryads, there's uh, Dullahan librarians. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arcanus London Branch, Arcanus LB on socials. And I think that's it. All right. <laughs> well done, Joe. So I guess that leaves only for us to say bye. Bye. Sexual. (laughs) Oh, what a fucking mess. I'm still just thinking back to this episode one, and it's just the most shonen-y, shonen-y thing, like, just, what? He was only supposed to have part of my power. Also, if you've been around since the, basically, ever, why 
do you have to run someone through? Why haven't you figured out a better way to do this? There should be a better way to do this by now, right? No, this is the only way you can grant people special powers is by stabbing them. It's like summoning Personas in Persona 3. You just hold a gun to your head. I don't know that reference. <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. That sounds fucking wild. Yeah, I think that's the one comedy thing. I was like, really? Like, no one saw this process in, like, as society as a whole had moved forward with things like medicine and <laughs> I'm assuming magic and in other fields of academia. No one said, maybe there's a better way. Well, it could just be, like, we could make this the shortest series ever and have this be an elaborate assassination plot. That would be funny. You have to run yourself <laughs> through with this. <laughs> or else the demon will eat your family. He does it, like, all right, we're 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 done here. We're done. The hollow actually, like, hits a button and it's just been a hologram, like, the skinny little nerdy guy hologram <laughs> the whole time. Great, so that's a wrap. Uh, you guys just gonna deposit into my account? <laughs> and see. <laughs> done. <laughs> What a fantastically elaborate assassination scenario. You Ocean 13 someone's death. <laughs> Welcome to the Rube Goldberg School of Assassination. Don't remember that episode of Assassinations, uh, Assassination Classroom. <laughs> Granted, I've only seen it as I'm walking through a room as one of my kids is watching it, but <laughs> I know there's a smiley face uh, professor teacher. Korosanso would shut that shit down immediately if your plan went beyond three steps. This is dumb. You've designed too many things to go wrong. Listen to me, I'm a smiley face. I blew up some of the moon. What? Really? Know... <laughs> Did you <laughs> I know nothing about it other than the children learning how to assassinate. So the plot of the show is that this tentacle alien blew up a quarter of the moon and said, you guys have a year to kill me and I'll even teach people how to do it. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, for, for the goof. And if a year goes by and nobody murders the alien... What happens then? Well, I mean, you know, if you have the power to blow up a chunk of the moon, you could do some work. You can, but, like, that was a weird threat. Like, <laughs> just gonna blow up the moon. Like, this is my calling card. I'm Quarter Moon the Smiley Face. <laughs> Imagine that, like, murder scene of, like, the killer left his calling card again. He blew up another chunk of the fucking moon. He can only do this four times. Does he? <laughs> I mean, that's the math. He knows that, right? No, no, it's a quarter based on what is there. Yeah. It just gets progressively smaller. <laughs> well, shit. That's accurate. <laughs> Goddamn. You're a loose cannon. Turn in your badge. <laughs> um, this isn't a police department. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to play a supers game now, and I know the character and their power. <laughs> <laughs> I can blow up a quarter of anything. Of anything. Exactly <laughs> one quarter of any one thing. No more, no less. Yes. Although, that said, like, you playing someone who can destroy a quarter of anything, 
feels extremely on brand for you, <laughs> but also is limiting the amount of chaos you would like to cause. It is. <laughs> I do like to cause chaos. Sometimes, sometimes chaos gotta be caused. Well, see, you know that whole speech in in Dark Knight that uh, Alfred gives about some people just want to watch the world burn. I like fire, Joe. <laughs> fire is neat. It is. I got yelled at when I was a kid. I shouldn't play with it. So then I kind of, you know, when someone tells you you shouldn't do something, so then you kind of get obsessed with it. Sometimes you just want to burn stuff. Someone told me to not play with fire, so I made it a fucking career. 